You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. My guest on this podcast is a recent Big Ten champion in track and field in the 3000 steeplechase. She also helped lead the, uh, her team, Minnesota, to Big Ten indoor championships and a recent Big Ten cross-country uh, championship as well. Over the weekend, she earned her first All-American honors at the NCAA Division I cross-country championships. She's an Iowan. Let's welcome her to the program, Abby Coet-Jackson. Hello, Abby. Hi, thanks for having me. It is great to have you on, uh, especially after the NCAAs just got over. What's the feeling you've got here? You got uh, you got that All American honor with a 39th place finish. That's that's incredible for you. Um, how's the how's the mood in the team? Thanks. Yeah, it's a little bit bittersweet. You know, I can't believe yeah. cross country is actually over after 12 years. <laughs> You're right. Um, but, you know, I'm super glad I snuck in on All-American honors with the 39th place finish, and I'm super proud of our team finish, too. I think we were hoping for a little bit more overall as a group, but honestly, everyone went out there and did their best, and that's all you can ask for, so. Yeah, you guys were looking for, for, a, for a trophy, weren't you? Yeah, we were hoping for, you know, top four, top five, but yeah. it wasn't in the cards, and everyone ran their heart out, so. That's what it yeah. was going to be for the day. Yeah, and and I mean, uh, it is your second um, top seven finish in two years. But um, like you said, you uh, well, you, you you were fifth a season ago, so um, so it's so it's not quite as good as last season. Yeah, I think it's definitely just a testament, though, to how far our group has come to be a little bit disappointed with a seventh place finish. You know, in the spring, we were over the moon with fifth. And then um, I think we had realistic expectations going into the fall. But, you know, we were in the upper 20s years ago, just a couple of years ago. So to have come this far is really special. Yeah, for sure. And um, well, maybe maybe Florida just didn't suit a bunch of gophers. Maybe up north. Maybe <laughs> yeah, just, we're too uh, used to the to the cold. <laughs> to the cold. No. Yeah, maybe maybe you needed uh, more weather like they had in Louisville, you know, for the Division <laughs> Three championships or something like that. So yeah, maybe no, it was beautiful. It was nice to escape. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you've had I've had a terrible uh, 2021 for season running. Uh, but you, you, you don't want the calendar to change. I mean, this has just been uh, one fantastic race after another. You've really put it all together here this year. Um, it's just been fantastic from indoors on. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a huge year for me as an individual, as well as I think for our team. You know, it's. I feel like you never really know when those big jumps are going to happen or if they're going to happen. And so, I'm obviously super glad that I stuck it out for a fifth year because yeah. I would never have known, you know, if I, if I hadn't where I could be now. So I think it, we're still, you know, onwards and upwards, but I really have to look back on a really exciting personal year for sure. I, I haven't even mentioned that you ran in the U uh, S Olympic trials. Great too, that you were able to get that experience for the running and, and at, at the team trials. Yeah, it was such a cool experience. It was honestly like not even on my radar you know heading into like the indoor season and even the beginning of the outdoor season my steeples weren't it's not like I came in and you know was running super hot early but um I definitely popped one just in time for that and you know I was joking mm. with my coach about how she was you know she was like deep down like she could maybe do it but I don't know if it's gonna be this year but you know, so it was a, it's such an interesting experience doing, you know, my first outdoor NCAA meet and then the Olympic trials because it's two huge experiences kind of back to back. So that was definitely a whirlwind couple of weeks there. Yeah, there wasn't hardly any time there. What it was a week break or it was from, from memory. Yeah, something like that. Week. We just stayed yeah. out there. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and and the weather got really warm out in Eugene for the, for the trials, too. They were changing the schedules and, and that sort of thing. 
I um, know. Yeah, it was crazy. You you probably didn't get the worst of it though, right? Um, you right, were... I was spared um, from the yeah. worst of the heat, but it was starting to creep up there for sure. Yeah, right. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, I I don't know where to dig in here. I mean, there's just so much to, to talk about, but maybe just the, the recent cross country season. Um, Sarah Hopkins uh, was elevated to. Uh, the uh, leadership position, the head coach. How excited were you about that? Yeah, I was super excited. Um, You know, she's obviously, I've been working with her for six years, so I know her super well by now, and I know how amazing of a coach she is. And so to see her get that opportunity and then obviously have that go so well on the men's side of the program this year was super exciting. I think, you know, we weren't really sure how it was all going to change this fall, but it ended up being a really smooth transition. We definitely, you know, our men's roster isn't too big and we know them pretty well. So it was pretty easy to integrate. And I think it was a really good, you know, fresh start in some ways, even though it was obviously a little bit of a tough situation that they were put into. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. And like, 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 like you said, everything went very smooth for you. Um, she's someone that you worked with, I'm sure over this, over the, over this whole time. So a real confidant, uh, that's what coaches are for you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. You know, over the last six years, my relationship with her has grown so much. I remember like when I came in as a freshman, she, I was like a little bit scared, you know, she was so intimidating, Mm -hmm. but I obviously trusted her and I think, just really trusting her after all this time is what has helped me make some of those really big jumps. So. Okay. All right. And um, then, you know, you guys went on to to do some great things during the year, but, but winning the big 10 outdoor championships, is that kind of suddenly become really maybe the highlight here of the season when it all comes down to it as a team? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you mean winning the big 10 cross country championship? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That was, that was huge. It was um, almost like haunting us these past few years because we've been second a couple of times and knew that we could win it, but just hadn't put it together. And, you know, this year we went in as the favorites, so that was a different position, Mm -hmm. but um, I think it was just a really exciting team day. Like everybody was out there just gunning for that team title, you know? And so it was, it was huge to just finally have that feeling that I feel like we'd been, building for for a while so probably the pinnacle for us yeah and it was just six points between you and wisconsin the hated badgers so <laughs> you got that done there i know <laughs> yeah i know thankfully we were on the right side of those six points <laughs> right so um did you do any celebrating uh afterwards as a team what was that all like yeah um i don't know if you ever saw in like social media but um our coaching staff set up a little we had like a team room at the hotel and they set up you know that like fake champagne sparkling juice and surprised us popping the bottles and we just did some you know hanging out snacking dancing just living in the moment (laughs) I must have missed that yeah that was that would have been pretty cool then yeah so no, there's definitely a video of me getting sprayed um by fake champagne (laughs) somewhere out there (laughs) yeah yeah where you're the champagne shower that's i'm a big formula one fan that's what they spray at their races so oh boy (laughs) yeah so uh, yeah i've never had that feeling so that was that had been pretty cool then so so what was the uh, how was the mood then uh after saturday in florida then uh how much different was it was it um Yeah. Um, I mean, I think overall, I would just say bittersweet because, um, you know, we've been together as a group for five, six years, plus the addition of a couple, you know, awesome sophomores into the group this year. And so like, we're really close. We know each other really well. And so I don't think there was any like regret, like, you know, nobody was like, Oh, we, we messed up. It was kind of just like, you know, we're super proud of each other and it wasn't our day to be, top four top five but like I think it was mostly just a feeling of like being really proud of where this group has come over the last you know like I said five six years for some of us so you know individually we had some 
better races than others. And as a team, it was, you know, sort of okay. But I think it was more of a kind of just like proud reflection moment, even with a little bit of the like, you know, could have been better. (laughs) Could have been better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it certainly was very good. Um, How much time are you going to take off here before indoor season gets going here? Are you going to take any time off? Just going to run, run easy here? Yeah, I'm actually planning on racing um, at Arkansas in a couple weeks. So okay. um, I'll probably run a 3K there. And um, I think my teammates, Megan and Bethany, will run the 5K. So we're going to keep going for a couple more weeks and then probably take off a couple weeks after that to probably really not run for most of that and then slowly ease back into indoor. So Okay. Okay. So yeah, indoor season is kind of odd because of the Christmas holidays. You get, uh, you know, you, some programs try to squeeze in a couple meets there. Um, and it's <laughs> right off across country. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. Is that a difficult transition there? Because you're suddenly going from the outdoor flowing spaces of, of grass to <laughs> running around tight turns. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's a little bit of a rude awakening when, you know, winter <laughs> hits in full swing and then we're, we're indoors. But I mean, I think it's a little, it's a little nice to come off the holiday break because it forces you to sort of take your brain off of running, spend time with friends and family. I think that does come at a good time before kind of winding up for indoor season and outdoor season. So there's, I know I'm a little bit more of a track sided person. Like I prefer that. So like, I'm always a little excited for that, but it's, it's a little bit of a like tough wake up call after, you know, cross country being outside on the course to just laps on the track, but I'm thankful yeah. for some shorter races. <laughs> right. 3000 will be nice after a, after a six K. I so, hope so. It'll feel super yeah. fast, but half the distance. <laughs> Well, I was looking at your bio and you as a freshman at Minnesota were running a bunch of 800s. They had you, uh, <laughs> you know, running distance medleys, 800s. I'm like, hmm, this is an interesting transition, how you changed into from uh, middle distance to long distance. Yeah, it is a little interesting. Um, I think my like red when I redshirted as a true freshman here. My 800 and 1500 were going a little bit better than like the steeple or 3k. So we were like, you know, this might be the direction. And there was kind of like some openings on the team where it was like, we should try to get somebody in that, that world of distances. But, um, you know, it turned out to not be for me. I unfortunately don't have the wild speed that the 800 girls do. But (laughs) um, I'm really glad we obviously went back to the steeple. And um, I think you know, the 800 is now just a, it's just a part of my past, but <laughs> that's right. okay. I've found a home in the 1500 3k steeple world. Yeah. I mean, you ran, I think your career best was, I'm seeing 212 36, which, you know, is, is very good, um, <laughs> but it's not going to get you, you know, to where you want to be. And that's nationals, you know, that's not going to do it for you. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I ran 212 like several times and it was sort of like okay we might be bottoming out here for now (laughs) but I like to think with uh, my development now I could run faster but I don't know I don't know if we'll ever get to see (laughs) well maybe they'll stick you on a on a four by whatever four by (laughs) I thought I said you ran a four by four even at the Iowa State Classic uh indoors for your oh yeah yeah we a lot of times like to kind of throw the mid-distance girls in four by fours just to like really work on that like top top speed so I I can't say the four by four is where I will be shining the most but it is a lot of fun okay well uh would you say after coming off your uh prep career at Ballard that you were fairly lightly recruited um how did you end up at Minnesota (laughs) yeah yeah I was I looked at um, a handful of D3 schools and D1 schools. So I really like wasn't dead set on running D1 or running out of big 10 school mm. or anything like that. But yep. um, I, yeah, I reached out to hop in the summer before my senior year. And I was kind of like, you know, you, you definitely don't know me, but I'm kind of interested in, in the school because um, Minnesota has a good neuroscience program. And I was thinking that that's what I wanted to major in, which is what I ended up studying um, and came on my visit and like 
you know, they were like, we're happy to offer you, offer you a walk on spot. And I just felt like it made, was a really good fit for me. So, yep. you know, I can't imagine what it would have been like to go somewhere else, but there was a time that I was, you know, quite unsure of where I was going to end up. <laughs> what were the other uh, contenders there? Um, um, I visited Iowa State. Um, I really liked that too. It was a little bit too close to home for me. Um, Cornell out in Ithaca was probably my, I was probably down to really Cornell in Minnesota at the end. Okay. Um, I looked at Bradley, Johns Hopkins, um, Washington University. So yeah, a couple D3s too. Well, Abby's really smart people. Uh, she, <laughs> she was a national scholar uh, in high school. So uh, yeah, National Honor Society. Wow. I mean, you, you, uh, valedictorian. I mean, you uh, probably had your pick of where you wanted to go for colleges. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. In, well, in, maybe, in, maybe on the school side, not not quite in, on the running side. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Oregon wasn't looking for you. No. Shockingly, so. they didn't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, certainly academics really important for you. Um, uh, you've really uh, excelled there. Um, I've had a lot of smart people on this on this podcast, uh, and you're just the latest in this line. Um, is it <laughs> well, kind of thank you. one of those things where um, running and academics kind of go together? It's, it's, it's a lot of discipline on both ends. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, across our team as a whole, we have a lot of women who are in, you know, science and engineering or, you know, fields that they're just putting a lot of work into. Um, so I think it, I think it goes together a little bit for like distance runners, like, you know, we're kind of stereotypically like type A and into school and I'm, I'm not the only one here that's like that, but <laughs> it is a really, you know, it is kind of does force you into being disciplined about your schedule when you're like trying to do both at a high level, but it also offers a lot of balance, you know, not focusing on just running, not focusing on just school for me is a good balance. Okay. And, and you said you're studying neuroscience. Um, talk about that. You're a graduate student there. What, um, what uh, looks like your behavioral neuroscience and animals? I know they have yeah. a really animal program up there. Um, kind of what's, what's all that going to detail there? Yeah. So I uh, majored in neuroscience and Spanish in undergrad. And then I transitioned to a master of biological sciences program for my end of my fifth year and for my sixth year. So um, I'll finish that up in the spring and then I'll actually be heading to medical school next fall. So I originally applied um, before the sixth year was really much of an option. I planned on starting med school this fall. So then I um, actually just deferred my acceptance a year. So I'll be going to St. Louis University for that a year from now, well, less than a year now. Are you going down in the veterinary track or what's, uh, what's, what's kind of the goal there? <laughs> no, um, medical school. So like I'll be, oh, you're going I'm not the... sure, yeah, what specialty I want to pursue right now, but um yeah, planning on being a physician at the end of all of that. So, oh, okay. yeah, so I don't know. I am in a behavioral neuroscience lab right now, and I like that a lot, but I think I'm going to have to do sure. some investigating of a lot of other specialties before I decide for sure. Okay, so undecided there on that. Uh, St. Louis University, what, uh, uh, why that for the medical school? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a, like, you know, you apply, see where you get in, and and sort of like the chips fall where they may. But um, okay. I, yeah, I think they have a really solid program. They have good research opportunities all around. And I'm obviously interested in research too. Um, yeah, I kind of want to go somewhere new and experience like it's still Midwest, but you know, another side of the Midwest. So yeah, it was kind of just made the most sense for me in terms of deferring. So yeah, St. Louis is a nice city. I think you'll enjoy it there. Um, it's got uh, it's got some perks there for sure. Um, <laughs> I hear there's so, an arch. <laughs> there is an arch, yeah, to visit. There's also a bowling uh, hall of fame if you're looking for that. If you're in the... oh, good to know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I don't know how they became bowling uh, experts down there, but they did. So, um, so um, uh, let's let's go into how. 
uh, steeplechase came into play here. We, we've already kind of talked about uh, running 800s. How did you kind of gravitate there? Yeah, so I think um, the biggest reason like Hop wanted me to try it was I actually like competed in figure skating all the way up until college. So from like age seven to 18, I was skating. And so I think she thought like, you know, oh, that's like a sort of unique skill set that might make her equipped for the steeple. So, yeah. And so freshman year, we usually have most fresh, maybe not most, but a good amount of the freshmen try steeple drills just to see um, if that might be like a good fit. And so, yeah, freshman year, I ran a couple and they were like, they were okay, but nothing like was jumping out. So that's why, (laughs) no pun intended. Um, (laughs) So I think Hop was sort of like, well, maybe, you know, steeple's not going to be the thing for her. So I took that year off my, my red shirt freshman year. Um, I didn't compete in the steeple at all. And then when that was sort of felt like a dead end, you know, going into the next track season, my redshirt sophomore year, Hop was thinking like, well, let's just give it a go again and do the drills and, you know, prepare like we're going to race them. And then things started going better. And I was dropping, you know, time each, each race. And so um, I think that year I made the regional meet for the first time. And so that was kind of when we were like, yeah, I think we should keep, keep going and just keep working on those drills. And obviously I'm super glad that I did. I never thought, you know, a few years ago that this would be where I ended up, but. Yeah, you were, uh, looks like, uh, yeah, 25th that year at the NCAA West prelims, your red shirt sophomore season, if that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, out in Sacramento. That was like a pretty big jump for me on the track for sure. Was it just a matter of getting stronger? Is that kind of uh, getting in the getting in the weight room and then getting getting stronger, (laughs) getting into the college program? How how did the how did suddenly you just picked up the steeplechase a year later? How does how does that happen? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's mostly just the like adding on the training on the longer end like for me in high school I ran mostly just 800 1500 um Mm. and so like I have a decent amount of natural speed you know like we said not 800 speed but um so that was like sort of just in my back pocket and then over my first couple years I feel like the biggest thing was just building that strength base like I didn't run a lot of mileage in high school so building mileage Mm -hmm. building you know an actual ability to do a progression run and tempo (laughs) runs and um, all the things I I liked to avoid before so like um, that just made the biggest difference in terms of like in my cross-country ability in the 6k you know having a 3k be like a realistic distance on the track so I think it's just sort of that sweet spot for me of like enough speed but enough strength and then adding in that extra like volume my first couple years of college and you know the drills themselves like I'll be the first to admit I don't have the best form in the steeple but Mm -hmm. just feeling hurdles and like you know getting comfortable going over hurdles in a race and water jumps and all that there's obviously like a component of just (laughs) that (laughs) comfort too so pulling that all together, I think is what helped me make the jumps. Are you going to be uh, focusing on that technique then uh, this winter? Um, trying to, trying to improve that steeplechase technique. To, yeah. I, to I think there? like the hurdles themselves are like, okay for me, my water jumps are need a lot of work. So we'll definitely <laughs> be hitting the water jump, but we try not to do a whole ton of them in practices just with the injury risk, you know, of kind of pounding, on that landing foot a lot, but I'll be yep. trying to improve those and get those, you know, little technique things a little bit better so that it adds just a little edge to my race. What kind of, do they do any drills for you for, for steeplechasing? I'm, I'm kind of curious how we're doing. Yeah, know, it's, it's pretty um, similar, I think, to just hurdle drills in general. So like we usually start in the indoor season, like once a week, the steeple group starts, um, a lot of hurdle mobility drills. So like hip strength and then going over hurdles, trail leg drills. We do a few like push-offs of 
barriers. So not into a water pit, but just practicing like the lead up and push off. And then when outdoor season starts, we usually do water jumps like about once a week if it's not frozen here in Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, once or twice a week, we're doing those drills. And then we, when we're in actual outdoor season, we probably do a workout over hurdles roughly once a week too. Okay. Okay. Well, you do have an excellent indoor facility. So that, uh, that really helps you. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. You kind of need that up in Minnesota, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> An indoor track, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, how fun How fun are winters up there in the Twin Cities for you? Have you gotten used to it after six years up there? <laughs> I think so. I mean, you know, it's not so different from central Iowa. I think it's, it's a little bit colder, but little it's colder. overall yeah. not terribly different. I must say I'm excited for not. winter in St. Louis to be a little bit milder. But, you know, it's kind of nice with the balance, like even though it can be really cold, like when it's indoor season, we have some days that we're outside, some days that we're inside. So it's not like we're out in the tundra, you know, every single day, no matter what. (laughs) Um, uh, Going back to uh, this was a topic you already mentioned about you were a figure skater. I definitely wanted to talk about this, how you uh, got into that sport and how you eventually left the sport, because um, uh, that's really fascinating. Yeah, a, it's it's definitely like a unique combination of sports, you know, cross-country running and figure skating. Right. But I really just, so I skated up in Ames, uh, which is just okay. like 15 minutes north of where I'm yeah. from. So my my mom actually like always wanted to, to figure skate when she was little, but um, mm. couldn't. So she was kind of like, you know, do you want to try it? And I tried it and just loved it. Like from when I was age seven, eight, nine, I just like had so much fun. So yeah, I competed mostly just around the Midwest from, you know, when I was young up until age 18. And I really liked the balance with running because like I wasn't solely focused on skating and I wasn't solely focused on running. So, you know, at times like you could say like I could have done better in one sport if I wasn't trying to do two, but I'm really glad that I just had the experience to be able to do two sports, you know, you're more more balanced. Yeah. uh, Athlete and uh, all these, uh, you know, high school athletes now that focus on one sport. It's disappointing to see that um, because there's so much you can gain from playing multiple sports. Right. Like I, I totally understand it. And, you know, there's plenty of people who are talented enough that it's, it's very understandable why they pursue, you know, one thing from the beginning, but I think it gave me an edge for sure in terms of being able to develop in college. Like, you know, I came in relatively underdeveloped, not having run a ton of mileage and having been really, you know, pursuing a whole nother sport at a high level too. Yeah. Yeah. So are you, Every winter, do you try to find outdoor skating rink and, and go over there on the weekend? <laughs> Sometimes. I have to say, I, it's been a long time since I've skated. I, I've sort oh, of gone less and less just with like um, like a little bit of injury risk and, and all that. Yeah. Like, because I, I kind of like if I'm going to skate, I want to like actually, you know, skate and jump and spin. And so oh, just have okay. to be careful with the tendons and <laughs> <laughs> You know, not to do anything crazy, but I do miss it a lot. You're not okay with just doing a few laps and, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's too addicting. Easy. You want to <laughs> do the, yeah, you want to do the, all the, all the triple sal cows and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest jump you've ever done as far as uh, skate, uh, figure skating. Oh, gosh. Um, let's see. So probably like a triple toe loop. So the level I was at was like intermediate novice. It probably doesn't mean much to you, but um, so that was mostly like double jumps. So like two rotations in the air. So I was kind of just starting to work on triples in my double axle when, you know, I kind of hit that like senior year point. I had like a foot injury, so I had to pull off and jump less and I couldn't really come back from that in terms of like reducing my foot pain and skating so that also kind of helped push me towards running because I was able to get healthy enough to run but whenever I would try to bring back in jumps like pain would kind of start up again so 
it was it also helped with the transition because it didn't seem like oh I have to like say goodbye to skating forever it was sort of like oh running's you know probably gonna be a lot better for me and better for my body and my foot and there just aren't figure skating programs in in college either so you kind of were if if you wanted to keep competing you know yeah totally it's definitely yeah you didn't have that option so right it's like a sport that you know you're training hours a day and a lot you know the people at the highest levels aren't really like in school in person even so that wasn't <laughs> a lifestyle that I wanted <laughs> right right um we already uh talked about your mother um she was uh, one of your coaches in high school uh, yeah. talk about talk about that dynamic was it a lot of fun or was it like oh come on mom <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both <laughs> Yeah, so she started assistant coaching when I was maybe a sophomore or so in high school. Um, okay. She's She does research in immunology, kind of intersecting with exercise science. So she uh, has the definite, like, physiological understanding yeah. and, and interest in running. So she, you know, wanted to start assistant coaching because my older brother and I were running and wanted to be involved and felt like she could add something. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fun. It was nice. Cause I, like, I always understood why, like she wanted me to do certain things in training. So that was huge. Cause I could just, you know, ask her around the dinner table, but, um, <laughs> it was a little bit hard emotionally as a teenage girl, sometimes like, you know, having my mom at, at practice, there are times that like, you know, there's a hard workout and I'm like, mom, why'd you do this to me <laughs> when you right. never say that to a coach? <laughs> So, so does she work in Ames then at the university there or what is, uh, yeah, yeah. She's a professor in immunology there at Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, um, now, now you, now you have the running genes here because your mother ran, uh, I see one year of college cross country at the university of Chicago and your dad, uh, David ran four years at the university of Wisconsin Stevens point. So um how how aware were you uh that uh that uh you and well you have an older brother luke um that that you had running parents yeah um yeah so my dad ran he did two years at duke and then transferred into two years at stevens point so he and then ran marathons so like growing up you know when i was growing up he was running marathons so that was always like you know talked about and my mom, mm. like, even though she couldn't run much long, like too long in college, she still was all, always running when I was growing up. And like, yeah. I just remember from a young age, like asking my mom if I could go on a run with her sometimes, like when I was you know, too young to really even understand the sport, I just like loved to go do it. So they didn't at all pressure me to run. I think they kind of knew sure. like that I had some talent in it just from watching me you know run around the soccer field and like you know do the timers and PE class you know all that stuff but they definitely didn't want to like push us to run I think we just we all loved it and probably had some like comfort and understanding of it because we had parents that ran so yeah yeah, but it was really nice to have parents who you know understood and and were able to help guide me along with my high school coaches in the beginning it helps when you have an older brother that ran, uh, you know, he went off to uh, lacrosse to run there. And, and so that definitely uh, helps. Yeah. Yeah. He actually started at Stevens point too, and then transferred to Iowa central. But um, yeah, he didn't want to run in college like for too long. So he kind of transitioned away, but it was really helpful to have him go through a year of it before I started. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so uh, who's, so who was the more talented runner here, your mother or your father? Oh, I should not go there on, on air. <laughs> that would spark a debate. No, they, actually, they ran totally different distances. My mom was like okay. speedy. Like she was 400, 800. My dad yeah. was um, like 5K, 10K marathon. So I, I can't say. I really can't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They are completely different then for sure. Yeah. No. And your and your younger brother Noah, he's he's on the Iowa State roster, so that's that's pretty exciting. That's, yeah, um, yeah, he's a sophomore there, so like a redshirt freshman, and he's really yeah, liking it. Learning the ropes there uh, uh, under Jeremy Sudbury, so yeah, um, 
you have to be, you know, uh, very proud of your know, older sister about uh, how well they did um, the men's team on Saturday. Yeah, yeah Even though so Noah exciting. didn't run for him, but still, I mean, um, he's still part of the program. Yeah, it's super exciting. I definitely follow them and watch them and cheer him on. So I'm super proud that he is, you know, on such a powerhouse team. And, you know, he definitely has a great attitude about being like younger and just putting the work in, you know, he knows it's just going to be a lot on a team that's that good to, to make that roster. So I think it's helpful like that, you know, I give him all my unsolicited advice about my time here, but he really has a good head on his shoulders about it all. What's kind of the, some of the advice you give him? What's the, what's kind of the thing you say? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing I think is just like, I try to like help him understand like the patience, you know, that it takes and like, help him kind of understand like for me how how I've like developed because there were times when I was younger that you know you go through like tough patches and it's like oh I'm you know I'm never gonna get where I want to go and so just like give him little bits of of my story when he's willing to (laughs) listen and like you know because he's so eager and so excited to be great and he's super talented but um sometimes it's just like hard to see the the later years when you're so young and and every day feels so hard you know see the big picture yeah 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 the big picture of things for sure um doesn't look like you've been injured a lot in your career um what we've talked about some of the hard times what what, what are some of the low points for you uh, uh at minnesota what kind yeah of, uh... i've definitely been lucky not to have been too injured um yeah i think really just my like my first year in uniform on the track was like, I just was so kind of stagnant, like not really, none of my times were really improving. I was felt like I was, you know, like workouts were going better, but races were just so not, you know, and that carried on for like a year into cross country where I was, you know, couldn't really like pinpoint anything. Like I wasn't injured. Like you said, it was just, just chugging along and not seeing a lot of results, but um, that, you know, turned around when I kind of rediscovered the steeple I did have like an IT band injury going into my um, fourth year of cross country or my third year in uniform where like I didn't run for the summer. So that was a little bit of a setback, but like, thankfully came out of that not too, yeah, pretty unscathed. And then, yeah, I had a little bit of like a foot injury last winter, but thankfully I was able to like, just take a little bit of time off and be back and ready to go for most of indoor and all of outdoor. So I've been That's pretty cool. healthy for sure. Okay. Um, and um, kind of going, going on, on, a, on a different path here. What is your, what, uh, what's been your favorite race? It can be an, a, a, a specific race you've had at Minnesota or a specific of a, a event. Uh, what's been your favorite race that you've uh, uh, competed in? Could be you know, like big 10 championships or. Yeah, cross country. What's your what's been your highlight? uh, Oh, my gosh, it's it's so hard to like just (laughs) pick one. But I think one of my absolute favorites was the DMR at um, Indoor Big Tens last year. Yeah. Um, When we won, I ran like the mile leg on that the 1600. And we kind of went in like hoping to medal. And it came down to like, a kick between me and a girl from Michigan I think and so that was like a really fun moment because like I hadn't won an event title in track and like doing it with a team and you know we had an awesome group of girls like I loved everyone on that relay and so doing it with that team was so fun because it came down to like something crazy like 0.07 seconds or something (laughs) so I think that you know the DMR is such a fun Thing about indoor track but that's definitely up there with my favorites you definitely want to youtube it or look for it because that was a really uh, fantastic finish uh, <laughs> like you said and it was so exciting to see the reaction and it was a big uh, you know contributor to you guys winning the indoor championship um for the big 10 yeah yeah it was an awesome team weekend for sure it got you a lot of momentum that you built off of yeah, it um, definitely was a big confidence boost. Um, for outdoors, it didn't go as well. It, are, are they just 
two completely different animals here. We're, we're talking the indoor season as opposed to outdoor. What happened during outdoor? You finished third, I believe, if I remember. Yeah, team. I think, honestly, the biggest thing was just that, like, there were some teams who had really good individuals that didn't have indoor eligibility. So, like, oh, okay. you know, we were able to to really yeah. capitalize on having so, so much indoor eligibility that outdoors, I don't think, you know, we weren't having, like, terrible events or anything. Like, people were having some really good days, but the competition was pretty fierce. So, yeah, you have a lot more events too. So uh, you have to cover a lot more events as well. So yeah, that, definitely. That definitely adds there. So, uh, so what are your kind of, what's kind of uh, uh, AKJ's goals here for uh, the rest <laughs> of your uh, graduate season here for indoor season? What do you want to accomplish here? Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have any like specific outcome goals of like, you know, I have to do this to have a successful end of the career because I think there's so many, you know, there's so many possibilities and obviously a couple of different events that I'll be doing. But I think, you know, I would really like to make the indoor national meet. Um, I've never done that before. So that would be really yeah. exciting. Um, like I said, our DMR, I think, should be really powerful this with this winter, too. So, you know, maybe get that there as well. Um, outdoors. For the steeple you know I think like the sky's the limit is try is the mm. mentality I'm trying to have I'm just hoping to keep like working that time down and um you know hopefully pat pop a quick 1500 even if that's not like my main event I just love that so and then obviously like the big 10 team titles are always always what we're gunning for so for right November. right and you've got um and you're the defending, you know, champion in the steeplechase, so you got that to uh, to uh, try to make it to to yeah, uh, two exactly. <laughs> That's going to be important for you as well. Um, yeah. So uh, some of the traditions up in Minnesota, I wanted to ask you about. Um, uh, tell me, as an Iowan, what ski you ma means? I mean, I always <laughs> see this on their football helmets for their team. What what is that? So, what is that so it's mean? it's Sky Yuma. So like I made Sky that Yuma. mistake um, early, but um, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> All I know is it's like our like our war cry, our like this is okay. it. But like I don't know what it means, and I'm not convinced no. that that all the Minnesotans know either. <laughs> they, they don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You like going to a football game or a hockey game up there? Because I know hockey's huge up there. Maybe, maybe yeah. just as big, maybe, maybe just as big as football. With your ice skating background, I was wondering if you uh, <laughs> actually uh, went to any hockey, hockey games up there. Yeah, I'm not like a you know like huge game goer for either. But like I think hockey is super fun to watch. Football is like you know the stadium's huge and I, I can't see the field. I don't I don't yeah. like I'm not super well versed, but it's always it's fun. A long way away if you don't yeah. have a good <laughs> right. But um I think hockey is so fun because it's so fast paced and like you said, being up here that's a pretty big deal. So yeah, they usually have a very good program up there. So the biggest thing I think that I was like um surprised about was how many people like Nordic ski here. So, yeah. so many of my teammates in cross country, like grew up and did Nordic skiing in the winter. So they'd run cross country and then ski and then run track. I had no idea that was such a thing, but like, we have some, some girls who were really good at that. So they're pretty into it. It's like a, it's like a celebration whenever they have this, the, the, uh, the, the, the snow plows to actually plow, plow the trail. <laughs> it's yeah. actually a big moment up there whenever they can you know, plow them over. I know. Right. <laughs> um, like in places like St. Cloud, it's like a huge deal up there. Yeah. So have, totally. you, have you gotten into cross country skiing at all? Oh, I, I haven't like gotten into it. I went cross country skiing growing up a little bit. We like, okay. I live near a forest preserve, so we would just go out and ski. So some, every once in a while I'll like do it to cross train, but not regularly running okay. is running is enough these days, but I do enjoy it just for fun. Well, maybe you can do that uh, next, uh, you know, in the coming years, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, when you're on your own time. So, so you're going into the medical uh, field. Does that kind of mean that you're uh, 
competitively? Are you going to run past this year or, or what's the, are you yeah, always, I mean, you know, always going to compete in certain races as a, just for fun or what's the, yeah, what's the thought yeah. process here after, I, after I, this is all over? I definitely am, you know, trying to keep my doors open and keep my options open. I just don't really know like exactly how it'll pan out, but like, I would love to keep competing if I could in okay. some capacity. Like I definitely don't feel like I'm ready to give it up. And, um, we right. actually have, um, one of my teammates is, is in medical school here at the U right now. And she's, she's run, um, her fifth and sixth year while doing that. So it's given me like some confidence that maybe there's, there's a way to balance it, but I'm trying not to put like too much pressure on it, but I'm, I would love to keep my doors open just to see. Okay. So are, are, are the, are the Haas sisters, Bethany and Megan, are they kind of uh, two of your best friends? Is that kind of how that all develops? Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, we, um, we live together can, and yeah. um, like you said, we're, yeah. So we're all six years. We've been together for such a long time. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're super close. It's been really fun. Like, you know, they've been like a huge, huge influence on me. And I think like, I'm so grateful that, that I've had them as teammates because they've always like set the bar so high. And I think like I've developed more because of that. And yeah, they're, they're really fun. Like we, we do so much together between like practice and, and living together and, you know, being on the road, but I like to think we don't get tired of each other. Maybe they would say otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) It's an interesting dynamic between when you're, when you, when you have twins, you know, when you're, when you're twin sisters here, you either get along or you don't. It sounds like they get along great. Totally. Yeah. They're, they're super close. They're, they're like very similar. Like they like to do, you know, they are in the same academic programs and obviously are, you know, very committed to running at the same level and, and they're very close. So thankfully they are one of the pairs that gets along great. And you don't mistake them for, you know, you don't say Bethany when it's Megan, that sort of thing. Uh, Not I know anymore. That, <laughs> I know that happens probably with other people, but you probably laugh at that, get a good joke when you, when nobody knows which one they are. Right. They I know. do look Sometimes, so much alike. Yeah, they do look so much alike. And it's funny because like, you know, I have kind of like similar hair and like we, like, I don't look yeah. that different from them either. So Sometimes yeah. I just like to test the waters and see if anyone will ever mix me up, but I'm not quite as identical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to look a little closely at uh, at, at regionals to, to make sure. Okay, that's Abby. That, yeah, that's definitely you. So right, you know, there is some there is some resemblance there. Yeah, definitely. So, mm-hmm. um, so you're probably. Uh, going to stay in touch with them after Minnesota's over probably uh, lifelong friends then probably oh yeah they're they're not getting rid of me I'll definitely yeah. be like <laughs> cheering them on like crazy you know they're planning on running professionally full-time so I'll be yeah. I'll be their biggest fan um, I'll be facetiming them calling them all the time they'll probably get sick of me well it was, it was Bethany that had the really good race at nationals right she was top 10 yeah, she was seventh. That was super yeah. exciting, obviously, in such a competitive field, for sure. Yeah, so that was, uh, that certainly was cause for celebration for for uh, the whole team. Um, yeah, had- right. Especially with, um, like, Megan having won Big Tens, you know, and, like, Bethany yeah. didn't have an amazing day there. So, like, that was really exciting for Megan. And then to come back just a couple weeks later and have Bethany, like, have her day and run so awesome and have Megan have a solid day too. Like it was a really good, good way for both of them to finish out their cross country careers. How does the, how does the program look uh, going forward for next year uh, with cross country? Because, you know, you, you guys are leaving three gaping holes here uh, in the lineup. Um, you know, that's part of your legacy. I think that it's going to be hard to replace you three. Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of confidence in the in the groups to come. I mean, Anastasia will be staying and she's been getting better and better. And, you know, she's super speedy, but she's obviously also like a really awesome cross runner. So she'll be there to kind of help guide the way. And then um, we have a really great sophomore class right now. Girls who are on our Big Ten roster that um, came along as alternates to 
regionals and nationals. And so they're, you know, getting better every season. I think they'll be contributing. And we have some really exciting recruits I've heard that are, that have committed and maybe will, you know, not red shirt right away just because of the sort of holes to fill. So I think, you know, I think they're going to be just fine. I don't think they'll, they'll need us too badly. I'm excited to see what they can do in the next few years. Okay. Well, it sounds like everything uh, has been great with uh, going up to Minnesota. It sounds like uh, you made a great choice uh, going, going up to the Twin Cities. Yeah, I, I truly like can't imagine having gone anywhere else. I'm so thankful I ended up here and have been surrounded by like great teammates and coaches. I wouldn't, wouldn't trade any of it. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully there's more uh, Big Ten championships to come for you guys. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, how you'll do. Hope uh, so. Yeah. In, indoor and outdoor season track. Uh, are you coming home for Thanksgiving, Abby? <laughs> I won't be coming to Iowa, but I'll be meeting um, some family in Madison, Wisconsin. I don't tell anyone I said that. I'm not supposed to be going around there. But yeah, so I'll just be seeing family there. <laughs> well, it's public knowledge now, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so you're getting a little get together up there then. Uh, yeah, I have some family around there. So I'll be meeting okay. my parents, brothers, and grandparents. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That works out pretty well then. Is your older brother living up there or where is, is he? No, he's still in central no. Iowa. Yeah. So he's working in Ames. So okay. he's around there. So pretty much, yeah, my brothers, my parents are close by and then I'm a little further away. Okay. Are you going to uh, try to move away from the Midwest or are you after you're done with your uh, st- studies then? Uh, I don't know. I think I'll just kind of have to see where I end up for residency because that'll yeah. be like a, you know, the whole match process. Um, but I would like to, you know, like maybe experience somewhere else. But at the end of the day, like, I think I could be happy pretty much anywhere if I'm with good people and enjoying what I'm doing. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, is there any favorite um, uh, Thanksgiving food that you like that you, you, that you got to look forward to? Every oh year. gosh! Yeah, this is going to come out right before Thanksgiving, so let's uh, let's whet everybody's appetite here for uh, for the big meal to come. Here. Yeah. What do, you, what do you look forward to, or or or, or is Thanksgiving like, yeah, take it or leave it? One of those. Oh no, we we it, we love Thanksgiving. Um, okay. I think I have a big sweet tooth, so like sweet potatoes for like a side are one of my favorites, and then honestly, the desserts, pumpkin pie, apple pie, like that's I live for that I definitely am a big sweets girl so those will be what I'm grabbing for (laughs) yeah you're right sweet potatoes are are awesome yeah gotta have pumpkin (laughs) pie for sure so yeah well enjoy your uh holiday Abby it was so fun to talk to you and uh good luck for the indoor and outdoor season coming up thanks so much yeah happy Thanksgiving good to chat with you (laughs) 